Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 548. Diamonds aren't forever. Expensive rings and weddings may lead to relationship problems by Dr. Samantha Joel of loves.com. Hey there, lovely. I'm your host, Joss Marie, and welcome back to the show that's all about improving your relationships. Today, I'll be narrating a post from Dr. Samantha Joel on the wedding industry's marketing messages. And by the way, if you enjoy learning about personal finance, be sure to check out our Optimal Finance Daily podcast. You'll get to hear tips on budgeting, planning for early retirement, and more. But with that, let's dive right into today's post and start optimizing your life. Diamonds Aren't Forever, Expensive Rings and Weddings May Lead to Relationship Problems by Dr. Samantha Joel of Loves.com. My husband and I got hitched this past June, which I can honestly say was one of the happiest and most transcendent experiences of my life. However, we both agree that whereas the wedding was awesome, the wedding planning process was decidedly not awesome. Navigating the wedding industry can be quite frustrating, in part because of the relentless pressure to spend fantastic amounts of money on anything and everything wedding-related. As a relationships researcher, I was particularly interested in and baffled by the rhetoric that many vendors use in order to sell wedding services and products. Many of the sales pitches boil down to the idea that couples in love should want expensive weddings. Vendors will argue that if you truly love your partner, you should be willing to go to any lengths, at least monetarily, to properly celebrate that love on your special day. For example, maybe you want to show your love for your partner by getting a fancy gilded guest book for your guest to sign or personally monogram hand towels for the reception bathroom. Sometimes the rhetoric even goes so far as to suggest that an expensive wedding guarantees you true love. With a perfectly straight face, some vendors will tell you that your wedding day will set the tone for your marriage and you should be willing to do anything it takes to start your marriage off on the right foot. For example, perhaps you should set the right tone by hiring a 20-piece orchestra for your ceremony or limos to transport all your guests to the reception. Examples of this sort of advertising can be traced back to the 1940s when De Beers Diamond Company launched their infamous Diamonds Are Forever campaign. Indeed, many of the social norms around marriage proposals, such as the arbitrary benchmark of two months' salary that men should spend on an engagement ring, come from De Beers' successful advertising efforts. Like the wedding industry more broadly, the diamond industry relies on the premise that spending a great deal of money shows love for your partner and predicts relationship success. This idea is widespread in our culture, likely because it is a marketer's dream, who wouldn't pay any price to ensure marital bliss. What's less clear is how accurate these notions are. 
To what extent do high levels of spending actually predict marital bliss? For decades, the idea that spending a fortune on engagement rings and weddings is good for your relationship has gone untested and largely unchallenged. But recently, a pair of economists put De Beers et al. to the test. The researchers recruited over 3,000 ever-married participants, such as people who are either currently married or had been married at some point, to complete an online survey. They asked participants a wide range of questions about their marriage, such as how long they dated before marriage, their age at marriage, their feelings and attitudes at the time of the wedding proposal, whether they had children, and critically, the cost of their engagement ring in their wedding. Participants who were unable to remember how much their wedding cost were able to report that, rather than provide an inaccurate figure. Participants were also asked about several demographic factors such as education, income, religion, and race, so that the researchers could control for these factors in their analyses. Most importantly, participants were asked about their marital status and marriage duration so that the researchers could see what factors are associated with marital outcomes. The results did not lend support to the wedding industry's mantra. In fact, any reliable associations that the researchers found were in the opposite direction from what marketing would suggest. For example, people who had spent between two dollars to $4,000 on an engagement ring had significantly higher rates of divorce compared to people who had spent between $500 and $2,000. Similarly, couples who spent less than $1,000 on their weddings had significantly lower rates of divorce even compared to people who spent between five dollars and $10,000. People who reported having spent more than $20,000 on their wedding tended to have higher divorce rates compared to those who spent less. Furthermore, any cases where spending more was associated with better relationship outcomes were explained by demographic factors like having a high income. In other words, it wasn't that spending more made things better. Other factors were responsible. It gets worse. The researchers found that high levels of wedding-related spending, for example, having a wedding that costs more than $20,000, was associated with stress over wedding-related debt. The researchers posit that this stress may help to account for some of the negative associations between high spending and marital outcomes. Couples spend money on their wedding that they don't have, which later puts a strain on their marriage when they have trouble paying off the resulting debt. These results suggest that, if anything, high levels of wedding-related spending have a negative effect on marriage, not a positive one. Of course, this study is cross-sectional, meaning that the researchers did not follow people over time. It would be great to see a longitudinal study where newlyweds first report on their engagement ring and wedding spending and are then followed over time to see who splits up. However, the researchers did make a commendable effort to rule out alternative explanations for their results. For example, a problem with cross-sectional studies is that people don't always have a good memory of events that took place years ago what psychologists call a retrospective bias. To help account for this, the researchers also tested their effects among only the people who were married after 2008. If biased reporting produced the effects, this subsample of participants, who presumably had a better recollection of how much they actually spent, should produce weaker findings. But instead, the researchers obtained the same results. The very large and relatively representative sample also lend credibility to their findings. 3,000 participants is a lot of participants. I think the takeaway message here is that the wedding industry's primary objective is to make money. They are not in the business of doling out useful relationship advice. So, for a couple trying to plan their wedding, it is probably wise to take the wedding industry's messages with a very large grain of salt. Your chances at marital bliss are not riding on whether or not you get personalized miniature champagne bottles for your guests to bring home with them, 
or whether the bride gets a deluxe skin treatment every month for a year leading up to the wedding. The amount of money you spend on your wedding is not an indication of how much you love your partner, nor is it a way to improve your marriage's future prospects, no matter what the bridal magazines have to say about it. You just listened to the post titled, Diamonds Aren't Forever, Expensive Rings and Weddings May Lead to Relationship Problems, by Dr. Samantha Joel of Loves.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I remember all too well how easy it was to get carried away with the details in wedding planning. But just take a step back and try to remember what really matters in the end. And with that, let's go ahead and sign off on today's episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a great rest of your day. And hopefully I'll see you again tomorrow with two parenting posts from Julie Morgenstern, where your optimal life awaits.